Act Natural with John and Courtney is a lifestyle podcast exploring the entrepreneurial culture in a practical way. Tune in to hear these two millennials balance their six businesses, small town politics, nonprofit, and a new baby who refuses to sleep through the night. We are back again with the Act Natural Podcast with John and Courtney. I'm John. She's Courtney. Here we go. What are we talking about today? Today, John, we are talking about the shotgun effect. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's my shotgun. We gotta so. start adding sound effects to this. Okay, okay. okay. What, what is the shotgun effect? Okay, so the shotgun effect defines uh, the action of quickly and sporadically semi-completing tasks uh, far and wide in order to function and get the job done. Also known as patchwork, uh, this method gets the job done but leaves a lot of holes uh, that will need to be mended or patched later on. Now, why do we have to talk about this extremely sensitive issue with me? Sensitive issue? <laughs> no, it's. I just think it's, it's really appropriate timing to talk about it. Because right now, really was a commitment from the beginning of the year, was to systematically walk through every single procedure, every venture, every thought or project we have ever had, evaluate it, and then establish a way of moving forward. And I think for so much of our lives and everything, it's always been do everything you can just to get the job done. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people would look at that as being a perfectionist or being obsessive compulsive about something. Um, But we have taken the practice of making it good enough and then moving on. And that is fine, and a lot of people operate that way, especially small businesses, but I don't know if we I agree want to be that. better. I don't think I agree with that. I think that we have always tried to do the best that we can do, but we've taken the approach of patchwork to get us there okay. because we've been so fast moving and becoming number one and becoming the best that we've not walked through that with patience. And that's 100% on me. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because think about this. So I want to make Martin Coffee House number one in Tennessee. So, okay, I need all new product. I need a new espresso machine. I need two new walls built in the back. I need new restaurant equipment. I need, I need so many more things. Well, instead of focusing on the training program and the procedures for closing the shop and all that, it's a sporadic jump. It's, okay, I'm going to order tumblers more lights, new equipment, we just got a new Slayer, and it's not walking through it by step by step. So I've, I've, always, I've always hated that word, good enough. It's, I've never been about doing something good enough. It's always been, it's one o'clock in the morning, all the money has been invested, we're completely spent and overworked, this has to be good enough. I, I agree. Right? Right. What that's, do you say that? That's what we've always done. We have not said, well, it's good enough for Martin or anything like that. That has been definitely our motivation to to challenge that kind of But our method attitude. has been wrong. Yeah. Well, our method has been, I think that we just bit off a little too much at times. So we would say, you know, we can do this, but 
there's going to be a little bit of sacrifice in the way that we want to get it all done. And it's not just been personal sacrifice. I will 100% agree. We recently, well, maybe like a couple of months ago, rebranded Fox Weddings. So Fox Weddings is the very first business that I started. It's a, it's 10 years old. We've shot over 170 plus weddings. It's huge. Like Let that's, me pause and say 10 years old. So you are... 27 about to be 28 so fox weddings was a first business that we started 10 years ago and it became like my complete focus for several years all throughout college um after college got courtney into it we grew a crew where we were shooting 70 plus weddings a year now we cut back and we're shooting 30 weddings a year court about that about 30 weddings a year we're already booked for most of next year's season but while that was happening, you have to constantly reinvent and like rebrand companies every like couple of years. Well, we paused with that because Letters in Motion came and then Martin Coffeehouse came and all of that. And finally, we took a step back and we reevaluated, okay, is Fox Weddings like trending now? Is it relevant? Is it, does it look, have a fresh look? And about a couple of months ago, we created a new logo, a new website, redid a lot of the highlighted couples that we have, wrote stories, reimagined how we're going to market it, and then boom, automatically 20 weddings we booked. Yeah. Because it was no longer a shotgun effect. It was no longer, oh, we got to go to a bridal show. Oh, we got to do this. Oh, we got to do that. We got to do that. Let's just do it all. It was, no, let's work on step one. That's the image. Mm -hmm. So new logo, next. Website, next. Descriptions, next. And... That's that's the whole theme of everything now. Like, we have to get out of patchwork. Right. And I think that for me, it was it formed a habit because we were forced to have to have to do patchwork because we were. I guess a better way of saying it is because we had no idea what to do with Martin Coffee House. Zero information. Mm-hmm. There's no way to methodically walk through that because there's no experience exactly you have to do everything the thing is is that you would get in the middle of something and then we would find oh okay well if we are going to start this menu well then we have to have a cost analysis of every single item or okay well if we're going to launch breakfast well then we need to rethink the way that we make this what kind of tortillas are we going to use exactly five different types or tortillas and so that would get us into workflow. Well, if we're going to have better workflow, then we need to rearrange the whole way that we're doing this kitchen. Yeah. And we need to invest in commercial uh, machinery so that it won't keep going out on us or, or whatever we were facing. So we would start something and then find ourselves, uh, okay, you open that door and there are just a whole hallway full of doors that we've many, got to go through. How many different baskets and plates did we buy? We bought so many. How many different types of forks? Because it didn't fit on the plate properly or it didn't look right or the wax paper didn't fit on it. We have bukoodles of defective products that we went through constantly because the business required it. It required us. To the, for the shotgun effect. Mm-hmm. But I became, I think really we became in the habit of moving to the next step in a patchwork way. And right. that, that that's not the solution. So I think when, even as an individual, what do you say, think about that? Like, it's so habitual for me to say, okay, 
the business is already running. We're doing awesome. We have two coffee shops. Right. So why are we still like trying to just rush, 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 rush and do everything at one time? It's because we were doing that for so long. It's so, it's such a habit that we had to be running. I love the example that I think you've even used on here before. It's like the engine is running downhill and bolts are flying everywhere, but it's going to get there. It's got to get there, but no matter how fast it goes pieces are flying and then by the time you get there it's only like half of i don't know what you say no it's nothing left absolutely there's nothing left all the pieces are behind you up the mountain on in a ditch and so it's worked and i think that we just it's almost like muscle memory it's like okay well if we want to get that done i can get it done for you what is it like slow and steady wins the race this is such a common thing to talk about you know because it 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 really is so overlooked all the time but it's one of the most important things because we've been running 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 and then okay we'll just keep on running which gets into burnout yeah right but burnout i don't know i think that the dangers of always taking the approach of doing all kinds of not focusing right leads to just more patchwork because you have to evaluate and systematically walk through it if you don't then you will get burnout and i think i don't know i mean do you want to talk about a time like that or i just know yeah okay i could talk about a time whenever i had the shotgun effect um Uh, takes me back to the classroom, I guess. So some people know, some people don't know that I used to teach English um, for three years. Uh, Started off in ninth grade. I student taught in a classroom um, at O'Brien County Central High School, and it was amazing. And then I ended up getting a job there um, in the same classroom that I student taught in, so that was really cool. and I taught there for a year and then um, attendance was down because people were going to a different school in the area and so they wanted to keep me because I had really good scores and so they wanted to move me in county so I went to South Fulton Middle High School and ended up doing middle school English, um, eighth grade English. I think a lot of people, especially teachers, would understand you've got a lot of stuff to cover especially in English language arts, you've got a lot of stuff to cover. And these standards are evolving and they are vast and you've got a 50-minute period and you've got to get the class on the same page and moving on to the next lesson. That kind of sounds like an impossible situation. It's not impossible. I was an okay teacher, but there are so many more teachers out there who are way better than me. They are taking it on all the time. I was actually just following my friend um, that I went to college with. She was my, uh, what is it called? It wasn't roommate. She was my sweetmate in college. Uh, Kelly McNeil, who's not McNeil anymore. And she's got an Instagram page of like 
35,000 followers of her in the classroom. I think it's like KCSAC fifth or something. She teaches fifth grade. She's incredible. And she is rocking it. It is the middle of summer. Where is she? She's in the classroom, overachieving, getting the job done, rocking out. She also um, sells things on Teachers Pay Teachers because she's a pro. Um, But people do it all the time. They find a way to cover all of this material But at the end of the year, even the best of the best get desperate. And you do the shotgun effect and you just spray and hope that people will catch on and uh, concepts will be understood and you gotta move on because this ship is rolling and we've got the test coming up next week and we're gonna review as much as we can. But if a new concept comes up, you're going to cover it the best you can and, and move on. And I definitely faced that in the classroom. I try my best to plan and to cover everything in a systematic way. But even with that, you'll find that there's holes. Someone misses because of sickness or a student transfers or comes in at the middle of the year and they didn't get that whole first half um, of the material. And it's just a challenge. And every single teacher knows what I'm talking I about. I couldn't be a teacher. You think, could. No, I don't know. I I don't think that I could. I mean, we have a staff of twenty or so right now, and they're doing great, and they follow procedure. And but I think I'm too intense. I've been told that a lot. I don't try to be. I really don't even want to be. To be honest, I struggle with this. You know what that intensity is? I don't is? want to be intense. It's passion. You just want to relay the message. Yeah, but there are people. There are amazing people out there that when they speak, like they are heard, and they they lead people and they encourage people and they empower people. When you're around those people, you just you want to perform better, no matter what the task is. And I think it's a combination of certain things. It's a combination of something that you have, which is just overwhelming joy, right? Well, I think I do have joy, not on your level, or maybe I do, but it's just so masked by all of these problems. And I feel that if I could move over into a systematic way of operating, then it would not be so overwhelming to see all the mistakes because there would be a game plan. And that more of a lighter personality that I have could come out and maybe we could get more staff because it is it is the struggle of a small business it is a struggle of any sort of leader who is required to gather a group of people and and move them towards a common goal Mm -hmm. and that's in volunteer work that's in humanitarian everything right anyone who's in charge of someone else if you're a manager or boss or owner whatever your whole job is dependent upon those people. And I live in the reality that the success of Mark Coffeehouse and 1822 and blah, 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 all the other stuff is all about the staff. Well, I constantly judge myself on staff problems and how they feel. They don't know that probably, but I'm really concerned with them. And I'm really concerned with our turnover like we've had over 28 students students quit right no two weeks notice no nothing and it's the same pattern and i tell them in every interview i tell them if you only have an hour to commit don't commit to an hour and a half commit to that but be all present and i also try to open up this way of communication i said hey here's the pattern of a student you're a student 
one of the biggest lessons that you learn is how to balance a work life and a personal life. Absolutely. Right? That is really the most important thing, I think, to learn in college is to learn how to balance your life because it's very low risk. If you're a student and you think that your life is super complicated right now and you're dealing with stress, I'm not going to undervalue that. That is real. It is real. It is real. That is really stressful. Know that it's 10 times worse. My brother always said that. I would um, talk about my life or get stressed out about something, and he would say, yeah, but that's all in your bubble. It, it is in a bubble, but it's a very real experience, and I get that, right? So you're a student. You're learning how to balance all your life. You're committed to your studies. There's a lot of pressure on you. You're committed to your work. Well, you start slipping on your grades, so then you're going to start studying more, right? You start slipping at work and you're not communicating with your boss. That's me. Hello, please talk to me, right? Mm -hmm. So I can do this, right? I'm a college student. My mom did this. Uh, Sally did this. She can work two jobs. She has a kid, and she's making straight A's, right? Well, people are not evaluating where they're at, so they start slipping at work. They they feel bad about themselves. Something's got to give, and mom and dad bails them out. Well, if mom and dad is going to give you a bailout, right, Mm -hmm. you're definitely not going to work a job. Mm. And we have had amazing people. I mean, not listing any names, but people I thought that were just great. I never thought that they would quit. And then, boom, they go through something hard at school. They start slipping at work. They get called out. They start slipping on their grades. And then they're out of there. And I think about how, like, sad that is. One, that's super, like, upsetting for me to think that I didn't see that in them which I don't think that you can because there's an opportunity that has to come. Mm. But secondly, like, what the heck are you going to do in life, man? Like, this is this is college. It's serious. You feel this, right? But you can't just quit your job in real life. Mom and dad are always going to be there to bail you out. Like, there has to be a learning experience here. You should push through always. And the attitude, oh my gosh, of some of these people when they quit is like, well, this is not convenient for me. This is no longer aligns with what I thought the job was as far as the demand on the education level. Right. Right? And that's frustrating. You know, and I think with with me now evaluating everything and looking back in a systematic way, like this is the first thing that I'm focusing on is is staff hiring, firing and and really training. I get it. It's important. I do want to say there have been people who have given two weeks notice or whatever, and this does not apply to them. Well, this is this is the this is the twenty eight. No shit. See you later. And that's not cool. How? I mean, I just I don't even know. Like, would my dad kick me out of the house if I did that? Like, he it's not even in my blood. Like, it you have to be. I don't know. I don't even know. I want to get into like how strongly I feel about it. I think, more or less, I'm really just concerned. You know, I'm really concerned with what the future workforce is going to be, because I don't understand how businesses operate. I don't get it. Um, how are they able to to be successful when they can't inspire? Like. That's what it is. It comes back to me, right? This is the cards that I have. If I'm going to have a business, then no excuses, right? Okay. These are this is my staff. This is the group of people. So, either I can use that 
and grow and be amazing, or I can sit here and complain about it. And for anyone trying to grow a business, that's what you have to accept. So I accept that. I'm not mad about it, but I am at a complete loss to figure out how do I how do I do this? And I think my approach was, okay, shotgun, right? I'm going to patch everything together. I'm going to have one-on-one meetings. We're going to have bi-weekly staff meetings. We're going to do all this. But now my approach is different. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to walk through this and I don't know, I guess I'm just kind of venting and partly asking a question on, you know, how in the world do, do we communicate this like it's important like a job is important you can't just leave right like and i think what is so hard is they're so selfish like you're thinking so much about only the consequences that you're leaving a work family you're leaving a whole business well the people the people who leave without a two weeks notice they aren't thinking about everyone else they're not thinking about the team they're not thinking about how it's going to scramble the schedule and someone who already got approved time off is going to have to come in and cover and miss someone's birthday. Like, they're not thinking about those sacrifices that people are making for them. They're just thinking, this isn't cool anymore. This isn't fun anymore. My life is about uh, what I want, and this no longer makes me happy. So peace out. Yeah, dude. Like, there's, there's such a rejection to work, and there's such this attitude of deservingness you know like they really feel like they don't they don't deserve to have to work just because you were born in this world does not mean that you deserve anything given to you you deserve zero you have to earn everything every moment should be earned and i just don't understand this attitude of getting that sorry this is off the shotgun effect anyway that got me thinking about it. that's what i'm working on right now that's the big I'm, puzzle I'm and now we're it. trying to fix it okay. without a patchwork yes, system I, I, I am i am walking <clears throat> through this in an organized way i have courtney has done a great job writing our training manual we have version Part one of it we have version one done and I, i'm walking through that and it's something that i'm dealing with step number one i'm freaking angry I am so angry. I am so mad at this. I hate dealing with this mentality of work that's just not there. And that's my first step in it's doing it. It's a fundamental issue. Yes, for all businesses. Okay, so we are faced with like a prompt right now. Okay, how do we continue with our staffing? How do we continue with our training without out going back into the habit of approaching the shotgun effect what's that in money too like right now i i love buying things oh my gosh i bought 100 to four four thousand dollars on strand light bulbs right right and then that's just so much i'm not allowed to talk about the light bulbs that's true no more light bulb talk we've had one too many discussions about my opinions on the light bulbs (laughs) and purchasing them and that is no longer a topic we are allowed to talk about well i won't give any pros and cons i'll respect the no talking rule about light bulbs but we can go to something else you know we recently designed eight stickers they're really cool. They are cool. Good job, Tanya Chopra yeah, at Fernway Fox. With Fernway Fox, now sponsored by Fernway Fox. But, you know, I have I have the next two years written out. I have 
a schedule of when the wall should go up and the product should be released. But I feel all of that pressure in one day. You know? Mm -hmm. I think that's a problem with having like vision. Like I very much can see how everything works together, how to fit it together, how to communicate it, and then how to run a good business. Like I see everything. And so you just want to go for it. In one day. But that can't happen anymore. No, it's a very much a bad mistake to make. I'm learning, man. Me and you, together. We are going to Here practice we go, man. fixing the holes from the shotgun effect in our personal lives. Bum, bum, bum. And I think if we practice doing that in our personal lives, I think that that will unfold and it will also snowball effect, snowball roll. I don't know how it goes. Snowball roll into our business lives as yes. well. So what's something that we're going to do with the house in our personal lives? I'm going to put together the kitchen table, man. We're going to have a kitchen table. Yes. How long has it been since we had a kitchen table? I don't want to talk about that. Long, it's been a long time. Long time. I got two chairs in the back of my car. We're going to sit in two chairs. We're going to have chairs. We're going to have dinner at the dining room table. We're going to have a dining room table. It's awesome. And it's going to be great. I'm, I'm buying a new TV. No, no buying. I want a new TV, but I, we're not. I know that we want a new TV. It's not exactly a problem. We're going to put up the winter clothes. It's yes. freaking summer. Why do we have so I many have, winter clothes? Seven coats right there. I am shotgun. We are both shotgun affecting this house. We're like, okay, flash cleanup, quick pick up the house. It's not a deep clean, but what did we do last night, John? I don't even have a Oh, we uh, cleaned out the fridge. We deep cleaned the fridge. What, what? I washed the dishes. You washed the dishes. I deep cleaned the fridge. I don't want to talk about how long the lasagna. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about our new friends that Was we that found with the lasagna. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how we are systematically going through and filling in the holes. Okay, so... We worked on the kitchen. There's a couple other things I can do in the kitchen. I'm going to rearrange the Tupperware underneath the cabinets. We bought all those boxes from Walmart for your bobby pins. Yeah. And your, like, nine things of nail polish. Yeah. And, and your essential snake oils. My essential snake oils. And so those are now organized pretty well in the vanity cupboard thing. Um, but now we need to move on to putting away our winter coats. So... You need some Drano? More. I have Drano. We just have to use the Drano. Apply the Drano. Systematic. Step one. So these are little areas. We're just going to we're gonna fix this. We're going to keep it going. Yeah. I mean, I am excited. It's intimidating for me. I don't say that word a lot, but it is because guess how easy it is to be just do everything at one time. It's so easy to multitask. It's so easy to just like give part of your brain here and here and here and here. The but real the heart. result. Hey, I know. Is that it's not complete. What it requires is discipline and yeah. truly assessing where you're at. You need a picture of where we're at. I think we need to have a picture of our house. Hey, look, winter clothes are still here. The fridge got to be cleaned out. We did yeah. that, right? Yeah. The bathroom, living room, whatever, right? Carport. Outside car, freaking carport, right? Yeah. Here is the scope of where we're at. Okay. And here's the first step to get there. And we don't stop until that one step is completed. It's mm -hmm. like Dave Ramsey talks about with debt, right? Yeah. You line up your, your lowest debt first, you pay off that one. Now we are giving some value points today. I'm just saying, man, this is what we have to adopt in our new life. And I'm so genuinely excited about it because when Henry was born, everything switched with me. 
I got knocked out of a schedule. I was waking up five o'clock every day. You were doing good. I was working till late. I was getting some stuff done. Henry came. Oh my gosh. It's taken me seven months. Today marks the first day that I'm committed to waking up at six o'clock in the morning. I go and I have my coffee. I'm, I've already completed a huge film. Like You've done a great job most, today. Yeah. So like anyway, I'm getting back to my schedule. And for our house, I'm trying to stay on topic. We're going to walk through this mm-hmm. in a step-by-step way. And then when we, when we complete a step, we'll reward ourselves. We'll acknowledge that we're done. And we'll move on to the next thing. No more patchwork. No more patchwork. Not in the personal life. Not at the house. Not with our personal finances, business. No more patchwork. That's our commitment. That's our commitment. That should be your commitment too. There are so many people out there who are struggling with this too. And maybe they haven't given it a name. Maybe they haven't identified the areas of the shotgun effect in their lives. But I think that maybe as a team together, we can all kind of start to go back and mend these holes. Um, It is pertinent for your small business to have those areas fixed. It is very important for the family. It is very important to work on those areas in your home life and in your family life and your marriage. So uh, if you're struggling with those things, you're not the only one. So are, so are me and John. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will admit to that. Okay, so game plan today. You're going to go back and finish up that second film you're working on. Wedding film. Wedding what, what? film. It looks amazing, by the way. And I... I'm going to finish up this laundry because I patchworked the house and got it pretty straightened up except for two giant baskets of clothes. I hate clothes. I hate them more. So I'm going to work on those. And I've really enjoyed this podcast time during Henry's yeah. nap. Me too, man. And uh, I think we're going to leave it there. Okay. That is the Act Natural Show with John and Courtney podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah. Bye.